Nation, thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. until December 31st to celebrate. But man, it's December 31st for the body of Christ every single day. Is that, is that, we got a reason to celebrate every single day. Every single, man, I'm running into December 31st. My new year began when I got my new life. So the day I walked into my new life, celebration is a lifestyle just lift your hands right where you are if I walked in the room and I said hello what would your response be and it's not so much you're saying hello because I said hello you're saying hello because life said hello In other words, you engage with life. So if the person who gave life is in the room, the way you benefit from that life is you do what? Engage. And this is why we lift our hands and this is why we dance because we are engaging in life. That's why he says, you know, we we, we like to say he inhabits the praise of his people. on just say softly I'm here Lord say what you want to say do what you want to do my life is over let yours begin in me I'm here to let you know in 2024 there is going to be a great transfer taking place there's going to be a great transfer taking place I'm going to say it one more time. There's going to be a great transfer taking place. There are going to be strategies released to the ready. There is going to be gifts transferred to the ready. There is going to be property transferred to the ready. There is going to be land you did not plant for, land you did not pay for, transferred to some ready folks. (laughs) 
And not only will there be a transfer, but there will be supernatural access. I receive it. I receive it. This is for somebody you've been praying for it, begging for it, bombarding heaven for it. This is your year to prove you've been ready for it. <laughs> Come on, softly say, this is my year. This is my time. This is a very specific year. This is no time to be a wandering generality. It's no time to live in general. You are a meaningful, specific. You have direction, clear direction. You have gifts, clear gifts. This is not the year of the copycat. This is not the year of I'm going to do what they do because I want to be like them and get what they got. What God has for me is for me. I will not get what's for me trying to be what's for you and trying to be you. This is a year of specifics. This is the year you got to be you like you've never been you before. When you are really you, you find out who really sent to you. Some people are your friends because who you have conformed to be for them. But this is the year you are about to shock relationships because they're going to say, wait a minute. I didn't become friends for that version of you. And you're going to respond, I'm sorry I didn't keep it real when we first met. But I cannot live another day not giving you who I am really. Come on, say this year. The world about to meet the real me. The God created me. Come on. Come on, they're going to have to take it or leave it but if God want it he can have it this is my year this is the year God is my boo (laughs) yeah God is first in my life God is my first love God gets my best hey you gonna put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder if they don't get attitude going to say when you looking at me right now this is the worst I'll ever get come on look at look at the person on the other side and say this time next year you about to see prophecy come to pass I want you to remember who you touching right now. And I want you to savor this moment. Because when you take your hands off me, you're taking a greater anointing with you. Because I don't know if you knew who you were sitting next to. But I am anointed. I am gifted. I am courageous. Jesus name now praise God you sitting next to me hallelujah hallelujah 
contending for a legacy. Yeah. I am contending for a legacy. Thank you. I am contending for a legacy. All right, all right, all right. There's a word in the house. There's a word in the house. Can we give it up for our first time attendees? Nice! Can we give it up for everybody that showed up for the last Sunday night in 2023 at Love Quest? say this one time the enemy thought he had me but Jesus said you are my can y'all say that with me the enemy hold up 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 I need a few of you people from the worship team to go that side right there they're a little dead so I need a few worship team people over there and then maybe over there too the middle people are kind of cool but just go out there real quick let's go y'all ready the enemy thought come on say the enemy he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. The enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. The enemy thought he had you. felt like declaring that in the room somebody needs to know that the separation y'all ready y'all ready y'all ready somebody needs to know that the distance between you and satan has been widened hey over the last two weeks the margin between you and hell i'm telling you there's some things that had you a month ago but you are so far gone can I prophesy that you are so far gone? Can I prophesy that your healing is sealed? Your deliverance is sealed. Your freedom is sealed. Come on, say it's sealed. Come on, sign sealed delivered hallelujah come on we can get the worship team back in i love it they ready to go speak to some dry bones huh hallelujah hallelujah i love hey hey i, lo I love this church i love this church because you either gonna love it or hate it you either gonna love it or hate it come on come on come on come on all right Excuse me if we have any technical difficulties with this mic. We got a new mic and we got to EQ it at some point, okay? And so we're just trying to work it out. Um, but Noel is doing a marvelous job. Yeah. Woo! Hey, I, I, 
I, I really hope by this time next year you really understand and are able to, to discern when the anointing is in the house. I'm here to just put you on the anointing is in this house. And where the anointing is, it's the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God, which means whatever is, whatever is holding you, whatever is holding you back, under the anointing, it has to break. So I feel if you're ready to lean in, there's some things that will break off. Listen, it is God's goal that you do not walk into next year being held bound by anything. So I don't know about you, but you got a few, you got a, you got a few more days to break completely free. How many people want to be free indeed? Right? Not just by faith. Not just by I'm free, not just by song. Like free indeed can be a reality. I want to hop into this word tonight. Um, God's been dropping some bombs on this house. Wednesday night was absolutely bananas. It was an anointing service. And uh, I'm telling you, in 2024, increase your commitment just a little bit. Just a little bit. Get here on Wednesdays because God speaks in this house all the time. Right? And, and, and God don't preserve a word for you because you can't make it. And if you keep it real, you ain't listening to the Spotify. Not for, not for the word. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. This is, this is a Bible college, right? This is a Bible college. Everybody in here is scholars. Tonight, I just feel like the Lord wants to end these last two weeks. Um... Oh, I wish I could just sum up every single message leading up to this point because it would make so much sense how God is preparing us. And then when you hear the word for 2024, you are going to be, you're going to go crazy, right? You're going to go crazy. And so tonight, I just want to talk from the subject of grace gifted, okay? But, but here's the, my favorite title in it. But I didn't ask for all this. That's really the part. That's really the part. Because we got to get past what we didn't ask for and step in what he put in us. You know what I mean? You, you, ever, you, ever, you ever go eat at somebody's house and they trying to be nice and they put all this stuff on your plate? You're like, I didn't ask for all that. Right? I just want a cheeseburger. You put your favorite condiments. I don't want all them condiments. Right, you ever get something given to you in your life and you like, I didn't ask for all that, but think about this. Abraham didn't ask for all that. Noah didn't ask for all of that. You, you want to keep going? Shout out who didn't ask for all of that. David didn't ask for all of that. Gideon didn't ask for all of that. Deborah didn't ask for all thanks to getting a little female up in there. You get what I'm saying? Mary didn't ask for all that. Huh? Paul didn't ask for all that. He was cool in his mind being a murderer. Rahab didn't ask for all of that. Ezekiel didn't ask for all that. God showed him some dry bones and was like, hey, bro, you think these you think these could live? And Ezekiel was like, sir, with all due respect, you asking me, do I, looking at these bones, if they can live. 
Sir, only you know. But, but the humility to say, God, if you even asking me the question, you must have an answer that can empower me to do what's on the other side of that. So God, if you've gifted me or anointed me for an assignment, you must have put inside of me what it takes to fulfill the assignment. So I, if I believe that, then I stop asking God to give me oil for assignments he didn't call me to. Who am I talking to? He, he has already done it. it. Come on, say it's done. Right, this is why you can't envy other people. This is why you shouldn't be following the latest trends. Because sometimes God calls you to go against the trend. So culture can't be your guide. But it's way too many believers at the crossroad of purpose. Not because God ain't been clear. But it's because you've let too many options in. <laughs> God does not have oil for all your options. And what you got to understand is when we get into this gifted thing tonight, I'm not talking about merely talent. Some of you think your purpose is where your talent is. Shaka. Next year is a year where you need to spend your time where you've been oiled down for. Where, where, not what you're talented in, what have you been anointed for? Jesus was a talented carpenter, but he was anointed to be our savior. I'm so happy he stopped making chairs. <laughs> Am I talking to anybody? Am I talking? Most of your confusion comes from you trying to figure out talent versus anointing. And the anointing is pulling you. And the world is most of the time. See, see Whitney had an anointing. But the world wanted her talent. And whenever you step out of the anointing, meaning the, the oil on your talent or your gift or your purpose, and you let the world prostitute your talent, you end up in places you was never made to be. And in this room right now, everybody is pregnant with something. And every, every gift that God has given us it leads to protection. <laughs> it leads to provision. Oh, you broke? Are, are, are you exercising your anointing? Or are you filling out applications for your talent? <laughs> Ain't it funny how many degrees in here and then ask how many people using them? <laughs> now, now God can use it. But if we can raise our children up in the way they should go, we can begin to take loans out for oil and purpose versus trial and error. 
When I look in the word, God was calling folks at a young age, man. And it's in this culture, we like go out there and just figure it out. <laughs> just go ahead, experiment in your life, not telling them while you trying to figure it out. You also going to have to experience some stuff that might take you out. So now when you're out there trying to figure it out, you're more than likely you're trying to survive and take care of yourself. And now you start getting into careers and things that's going to provide for your needs, not your purpose. Oh, 2024. Listen, let me tell you something. Being broke ain't fun. Being out of purpose is worse with your rich self. Being broke, that's why, what, 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 what did Lecrae say? Being broke made me rich. This side, this side is just a little bit more, you know, up a little bit. Let me get in here because we'll see what the Lord, but I didn't ask for all of this. We got to get past what we didn't ask for and let's get on what he's asking for. Now, now since we are God's co-workers, what he call us? Co-workers, which means we working together on something. We beg you not to take God's marvelous grace for granted, people. Allowing it to have no effect on your life. In one area, grace saved you. That is the free gift of salvation, grace. But grace does not stop at salvation. It continues on to an empowering presence on a gift. It's called grace gift. I'm in my grace gift right now. I can still hoop a little bit. In Canada, I still got my fifth year of college. I could go play because some of the stuff I'm seeing just give me four months of training and food and, and, and specificity you get what I'm saying to, to be specific and I could just focus on basketball I'm healthy I can score I'm smart on the court get me in shape plant base fifth year at my age <laughs> I could go do some stuff one year but just for, for just for souls though can you imagine the headlines yeah, yeah JT you didn't think about that you want to roll with me you got another year too we go play at Trinity Western they need us bro they need us. They need us. They need us. Okay? We can go one and seven. Me and you can go one and seven, right? You know what I'm saying? Now, now, now look here. I, 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 I got bars. I can rhyme a bit. I got 10, I got 11 albums under my belt. I'm about to step into writing another one. But, 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 my, but my grace gift, 
I can't be all over the place because I can. I cannot spend my time on what I can. Some of you have to understand that you were born with a talent that was put in your life as provision. Sports kept me out of trouble. Sports, while not having a dad, was used as a means of preservation. You got to know when the season for a talent is over. It, it, here's the frustration because the thought and the grief from walking away from something I had a passion for. But God wants to give you a passion transplant. God didn't say you will never be able to do that thing again. But God wants to repurpose your talent so he can move you into where the oil is flowing. So now, instead of trying to keep on playing, I get my little hoop fix on Friday night. And, and, and people have asked, can we play in leagues on Sundays? No, buddy, I'm building a church. See, see, but people don't have that distinction in their life. You running all over the place, trying to get in every door, do every talent, enter into every league. You're trying to serve at church. You're trying to play in leagues. You're trying to be, get a boyfriend, get a girlfriend, find a spouse. You're trying to go to the gym. You're trying to save money. You're trying to do all this stuff. You're trying to play the fiddle. You're trying to play the flute. You're trying to play the guitar. You're trying to, you, you're trying to date multiple people. You're trying to do all this stuff because you can but then there's some folks on the other side you ain't doing nothing with your talent you just trying to pay the bills you ain't even creative and when you stop creating you're dying because we are creative beings we have to express our art even in the form of a hobby, a hobby. If you write, you gotta write. You can't let your pen get dusty. It says, a man's gift makes room for him, catch it, and brings him or her before great what? Men. Now let's read this carefully. It doesn't say just because you're gifted, it will bring you before greatness. No, 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 no. A skilled, stewarded gift makes room. And that skilled, steward gift, stewarded gift will bring you before great men. What if you spent time honing in on what you're called to do? That's going to take time. And be willing to make less on this end to never lack again. Instead of trying to keep up until breakthrough. So I'm going to do a little bit here and a little bit there until God break me through. And God's like, no, no, before I formed you in your mama's womb, I put something in you for provision for every season. 
So you got to understand that there's an allotment already figured out for every season of your life. There are some seasons that God purposely allows a certain level of lack to produce a certain level of hunger. Because some of y'all, boy, if you got rich right now, you'll be even lazier. Stop it. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you haven't even, you haven't even, you haven't even uh, uh, sifted through the vision and sifted through what God's called you. You haven't even written down certain things. So if you had the money, it would come prematurely because you don't have direction for it. A man's gifts makes room for him. You, you, when you hone in on your gift, then God can move on somebody's heart when they're looking for a guitar player, when they're looking for a psalmist, when they're looking for a piano player, when they're looking for a piece of art. They, they, God, God can cause a man, God can put you on somebody's mind. I've gotten plenty of phone calls out the blue. Hey, somebody, something, something canceled or something happened. And we, hey, we, we are, are you available? We need, we need, we need you to do a 45 minute set. We need you to do this. Oh, are you ready? Absolutely. I'm ready. Can you even be called off the bench? See, God gonna call you off the bench for what you anointed for, but you've been too busy doing this over here. That's your gift. You just gonna make a fool out of yourself. Cause you think because I'm doing this over here, I don't got time to keep the oil on this. God showed up to people just, hey Mary, hey, how you doing, girl? I got I, I need you, I'm about to impregnate you. I, I don't really care if you're ready. Number one, I don't really care if it makes sense or not. I need you now. That's 2024. And God's going to show up and present you. Ooh, God going to present some of y'all in 2024 just to show you you're not ready. You're going to have to turn down stuff simply because you ain't ready. No, no God is not holding back what he promised. But when you, if you ain't ready... Because something else is occupying the space of what he's trying to bring into your life. Do you know it's okay to leave room for God? Hallelujah. So when I look at the word room, it means to broaden, cause expansion, helps him to make his way through life. You see that? Your gift helps make ways through life. Your gift is what can bring expansion in your life. Your gift. And the gift is a present that God put in you to present to the world. And every gift that God has put inside of you have redemptive power. Why? Because all all on him. God's kingdom is like 10 young virgins who took oil lamps and went out to greet the bridegroom. Five were silly and five were smart. Which five are you? Just say I'm smart. Just say I'm smart. I'm on the smart team. I'm on team smart. I'm on team smart. The silly virgins 
took lamps, but no extra oil. You, you ready? They took talent, but no oil. <laughs> Anointing is poured out on the steward of the gift. Right? Everybody got a certain amount of oil, but that oil is increased over stewardship. Now, now look, but no extra oil. The smart virgins, come on, say that's me. Come on, say they about to talk about me. The smart virgins took jars of oil to feed their lamps. That's why, let, let, me, let, me, let me say it this way. This is a bold statement and some people probably can't relate to this. I'll never get burnt out. I'll never get burnt out because I always will keep oil. My fire will never go out because I always feed it and I keep people around me that can feed me when I can't feed myself. And, and, and I steward my oil. How? By pouring and pouring and pouring and the most oily is responsible to refill me. But I'm also okay with entering into his rest. I know when it's time to write. It's normally around the same time this year. We creeping a little later. We got to go into next year due to some other things that I am called to be responsible for and I'm anointed for. Right? God has placed an anointing on me in this season to be a project manager. I ain't went to school for it. I get overwhelmed in them emails. But then he put friends on, here, I'm gonna, here I go. I'm not going to get burnt out because I also know how to trust the people God put in my life. So I'm like, EJ, hey, can you read this document, brother? And he'll talk all of them, hey, amen, I trust you. This is why trust is important because sometimes things take longer because you don't trust. I need to be able to have people on my team that I'm like, buddy, if you burn me, you mess with God's child, okay? But I trust you. Just go ahead and make the decision. And then there's sometimes he'll say, no, 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 no. I need you to read it. So I'm also anointed to go through a season that may be frustrating, but it's birthing wisdom. I am learning so much because I'm being taught by people I have to communicate with that are better, more knowledgeable, and they went to school to teach me in one year what they spent money for for four. But, 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 but my education is coming through being where I'm anointed for. So I can't ever say I'm pregnant with big, but I'm not willing to go through the season that seems small. I know this building and even this block is nowhere near it what he promised us, but I got to be willing to park on this street and learn some things, develop stewardship and integrity and learn how to be in rooms with people. So five years from now, due to my willingness to be still in the mundane and frustrating, he can trust me to sit at tables 
If I'm, if I'm able to talk about and go through frustrating trying to raise 1.5 million, if you can't go through the season of trying to raise 1.5 million, forget 20. You see what I'm saying? But, but here's the thing, Troy. I'm anointed for the frustration. I'm anointed for this. Mary, because she said yes to the gift, was anointed to go on the run with Jesus. And although it was a manger, it was provision for obedience. You complaining over a manger, it's either death or a manger. You want to be dead or you want some hay? Come on, say hey. Hallelujah. He says, bridegroom didn't show up. When they, you ready? The bridegroom, the smart virgins took jars of oil to feed their lamps. The bridegroom didn't show up when they expected him. I'm anointed to wait. The bridegroom didn't show up when they expected him and they all fell asleep. It's also like a man. I brought that up because they're talking about the kingdom right now. So now we're going to go down to verse 14 and we're about to get into something else. It's also like a man. It's also meaning the kingdom is also. Prior to this, they were talking about oil and lamps and virgins. The kingdom is like some silly virgins and some smart virgins. And we have discovered that we are the what? Smart virgins or whatever you are. Hallelujah. <laughs> Declare it so. <laughs> it's also like a man going off on an extended trip. Be safe out there. God bless you. Happy holidays. It's also like a man. It's also like a man going off on an extended trip. He called his servants together and delegated responsibilities. Please stick with me. This man is going off on a long trip. He called in his servants, his co-laborers, and delegated responsibilities. Your gift is connected to a responsibility that Jesus has. Co-laborer, I gotta go somewhere. I'm delegating you with some responsibilities and I've anointed you for specific assignments. To one, he gave $5,000. To another, $2,000. And to a third one, a thousand. Now, some folks would be like, okay, why they get two? <laughs> Wait a minute, why? Let's, let's keep reading. Based on their abilities. <laughs> right now, I, may, I only got garage ability. Right? I only got, only got garage ability. 
But before, all I had was multi-purpose lothability. I only had hub ability. Then we about to get to like 10,000 square feet, 12,000 square feet ability. But before it was only 1,500 square feet ability. And that's why everywhere we went, guess what? <laughs> We've been faithful over that thing. We showed God this was too small. You know how you get something, you're like, man, this is too small. I told Elder John this, the size of our building is not based on the number of people in the seats. It's based on the ministry we're called to do. You remember that, that production last night? It's too small for us. Next year, we're not going to be able to do it next, next door. First of all, the backstage was too small. You, you get what I'm saying? You, you got to hear what I'm telling you. You can't be driven by, like numbers are cool, but if you are faithful over gift and call and assignment, then you can see and hear God way clearer than being moved by the movement of people. No, we need more space because of the ministry we're called to do. And if we're faithful over the ministry we're called to do, then he will give us the space we need. And if the space we need starts off way bigger than the people in the seats, as long as we're faithful over what's backstage, he is responsible to feel what's in the auditorium. He, he called his servants together, delegated responsibility, the one he gave, bah, 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 depending on their abilities. You got that. Then he left. He's like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Right? He like, here you go. He like, here you go. Right? He like, he like. He like, here you go. You know what I'm saying? I told you I'd get you back in the illustration. You know what I'm saying? You can handle that. You can handle that. You can handle that. See, you just had to be here last week and that would have made sense. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Now, everybody, I threw something to hold it up. Right? Now, that looks smaller. That looks a little bigger. And that looks a little bigger. Here, what you have to do, we get so, we get so caught up on looking at the size. Not realizing that... We, in God's eyes, he has the same expectation for every size gift. And if this person decides to be faithful over the small, then what's in the hands of the big person could be in this person's hands real quick. Right? We're, so, we're in a society where we're looking at size. We're looking at how much it shine. We're looking at how many people you know. We're looking at how big your crew is. We're looking at how beautiful you are. You can be beautiful today and something happen. And you know what I'm saying? You get allergic reaction for that. You know what I mean? And that little cute little face you didn't just prided yourself in. You can't even come to church because you, your little face done bumped up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can put that down. Y'all can put that down, right? Let's look. Let's look. It's also like a man going off on an extended trip. He called his servants, delegated responsibilities, depending on how they slide, get there again. After long absence, after long absence, after a long absence, 
after a long absence. There's something about the other analogy as well that said he was gone for longer than they thought and they fell asleep. Here's the next one. It says after a long absence, the master of those three servants came back and inspected. 2024 is going to be a year of inspection. I'm trying to help somebody tonight. After a long absence, the master of those three servants came back and settled up with them. In other words, he came to see what they've been doing with what he gave them. The one given $5,000, who got $5,000? No, 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 no. See, y'all should have, if y'all would have never helped Paul, you know what I'm saying? Paul wouldn't have never knew, but thank God they helped you out. <laughs> The one giving $5,000 showed him how he had doubled his investment. There, there you go. You, you in the flow. You in the flow. You in the flow. So when the inspector came back, he went to Paul and Paul said what? Wait a minute. This is powerful. Just to make it real time. I moved to Canada with five people. So if, if, it's a four, and, and then I was in the five, but I count me. So this is where my peace comes from. Because if, if God shows up right now, I could say, Father, no pride. It's just, God, what you've given me. And this gives me confidence in my prayer closet. Because I'm building trust with God. I'm building relationship with God. And whenever he shows up, this time next year, we're going to look through the room. This is why we can be out, get home, go to bed at 2.30 last night. Wake up again this morning at 5 a.m. to do what? Get a word.
part. The master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? The least you could have done would have been to invest the sum with the bankers where at least I would have gotten a little interest. At least you could have spent a little time. You get what I'm saying? Like, you just put it on the shelf. You just made excuses. Take the thousand. <laughs> Who had the thousand? Who had to take the thousand and give it to the one who risked the most. I want you to understand, God never takes gifts away. But what he did is the anointing lifted. And now the steward has greater capacity. You ready? And get rid of this play it safe who won't go out on the limb. He said, get rid of. But this is how we settle with that. My season is up. You're right. But it wasn't because it was God's timing. It was because you can't slow up what God's trying to do. It's only for so long your seat gonna remain empty. The one you keep refusing to sit in. I'm so blessed that my wife, rather she, we, it, it wasn't the best of days, but I thank God my wife, even in our arguments and things of that nature, I stood firm on my on what I was called to do. I tried to work, I tried to do, but the, at the same time, she gave me room to wrestle with God. She also had a man who feared God more than he feared her. Women, you do not want a man to be led by you and not God. It's dangerous for the household. <laughs> Throw him out into utter darkness. What are you anointed to do, not merely gifted or talented to do? Where is your oil needed, not merely your talent? Where is your oil needed? Right, some of you, it also is not either or. I remember I wrestled, oh, God don't want me to do music no more because I got a pastor. I wrestled for years. And then God says, no, son, it's not either or, but it's seasonal. Can you put your gifts in my hands so that I can use them when I need them? So there's some places that he can get me in, that he needs me in, and the, door, and the, and the gift that knocks on the door is the music. But when I get in the green room, an artist needs pastor because there's an orphan in the green room. So now I need it. Music got me in the green room to meet an orphan 
who needed a word of encouragement. Are you in control of your gifts? It's a dangerous thing. Saying to them, go into the village. Where are we going to land this? Okay, okay, okay. I'm encouraging you. I'm going to promote. We're going to close this. You, you get here next Sunday at 12 a.m. for the second half of the 12 p.m. 12 p.m. I'm just checking to see if y'all heard, if they did announce did they do announcements? Hallelujah, Amen. 12 p.m. All right, amen. All right, just checking. Let's check it. But come come get the second half of this. We'll figure out a place to land here, and we'll go. Saying to them, go into the village that is opposite you. Here's the master, here's Jesus, this is Matthew 21. And at once you will find a donkey tied up and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. Say untie them. If anyone says anything to you, you shall reply, the Lord needs them. Can I talk to somebody? If there's anybody that got a problem with you walking in your anointing, this is what you tell them. The Lord needs me. I know you need me over there, but God needs me over here. And I'd rather obey God than man. And he will let them go without delay. Jesus says, I don't even need to be there. But you're going to go and you're going to get this donkey and you, somebody going to say, hey, what are you doing? And you're going to tell them the master needs it. This happened that what was spoken by the prophet might be fulfilled. Can I tell you there's prophecy connected to your gift? Every word that God spoke, it's spoken connected to your gift, not your hobby. Not what you had to do to get through a season. Not what you did when you drank and what you like to do when you was high. When I used to smoke weed, when I, yeah, I, I got into rapping. First of all, it's a cultural thing. But I got into it because my homie was a for real rapper and everywhere, and I used to always roll with him to his shows. And I remember one time, I was about to go up on stage with him and this one dude, this one Italian dude, gonna look at me and say, you gotta write something if you ever gonna be on this stage. I went, and wrote my first mixtape. And, and I'm going to put it on Instagram. I'm going to put it not Instagram. I said, oh, heck oh. I'm going to put it on Spotify. He might hate a little cuss words, but I used, I used cuss words strategically. <laughs> I was redeeming cuss words. <laughs> right? Right, right, right. You see, some of y'all, some of y'all think I'm joking. It would be like if I would have said, and at once you will find the ass tied. Now that just shocks some of y'all's system, but that, for those that don't know, all you smart Canadians, that's a donkey. That's King James version. I should have just put King James up here and then I could have legally said a cuss word. (laughs) 
and said, the Lord needs them. And I went and wrote an album, and that's how I got into music. I remember you, I, JT, I remember, I remember a couple times, my wife used to hate it when I used to do music. Hate it. I remember one time she, she blessed me and came to the studio. Hated it. Yeah, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Nana might be watching. My mom, if you ever catch her at a concert I'm doing, she is mean mugging me. Listen to what Nana say. I don't care how old I am. Nana will tell you to this day, son, I don't know about all that rapping stuff, but you are anointed to preach the word. Son, preach the word. You are anointed to preach. Man, I will read. Uh, 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 what, 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 sit, bring my phone. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. A, uh, I'm gonna read a uh, text message to you that my, that Nana. And we gonna we gonna do the. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you where Nana at. Nana might be watching. This was after Wednesday night. Praise God, son. <laughs> you hear her voice? You hear her voice? <laughs> She'll be here next week. Look, pray, praise, praise God, son. I'm just now watching last night's Bible study. I'm glad I'm God's chosen. Last night's Bible study should be labeled the anointed one. I will never forget this Bible study. This is very powerful and a word for the soul going into 2024. Didn't you say this is the last Wednesday Bible study? This feels like a new beginning Bible study. For 2024, son, what God gave you tonight is one of your greatest teachings ever. There is power in this message, and I received blessed revelation, which caused me to sow a seed of $100 for the word of God. I receive it. Hallelujah. Thank you, mama. Praise God, son. Beautiful word. How great thou art. Praise God again, son. Love you forever. Right, my, my mama knows what was in her womb, so she continues to speak it over my life. I don't care if you can rap. I don't care if you can play basketball. Son, preach the word of God. You're anointed to preach. You're anointed to set the captives free. Preach the word of God. We know the story. They untied the donkey. Then the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and laid their coats upon them. And he seated himself on the donkey. You see what your gift is for? So the Lord can sit on it and ride through life. You want to know how God changes lives through you? through the anointing the anointing is Jesus it is the person of Jesus and this is why when we abandon what he's anointed we abandon relationship <laughs> he seated himself on the clothing 
Your gifts is how God rides through your life to bring blessing to others. Can Jesus take saddle on your gifts? Here's the other question. Who's saddling your gifts? <laughs> if I look at you might be like, which one am I? Well, if you're the disciple, he needs your obedience. If you're the donkey, he needs your gift. Either way in the story, God has need for you. What do you do when you ain't asked for all this, but you got all this, and he ain't changing his mind about all this? <laughs> Jeremiah says, before I was formed in my womb, mother's womb, he knew me. He had plans for me. And you fill in the blank. But for Jeremiah, it was a prophet. It was the gift. And it had a location. And he said, that's what I had in mind for you. Guess what? God had something in mind for you before you had an opinion of him. But here's what Jeremiah said. Look at me. I'm only a boy. See in numbers that God has no repentance. He can't lie, nor can he change what he said and what he promised. So what God has for you, it is what it is. Ain't no negotiating. God endowed you with gifts that require his presence, not your qualifications. Ephesians 2 says, by grace we're saved. Nothing you could ever do. So the gifts that are in you, the grace gifts we abandon, but the gifts that please people we entertain. So we will become whatever people need us to be while abandoning who he called us to be and be satisfied with, I'm a Christian. Do you think your relationship stops at your faith in Jesus? You also are called to walk with him through your gifts that he gave you. As I'm standing here being a pastor, Ephesians 4 says that he gave some pastors. So I am literally housing the presence of Jesus in the gift of pastor. Therefore, when I sit down and study, do you know how close we have to walk for me to give him my lips to hear what he wants to tell you right now? This message is for you from him through me. So if I give my body, my energy, my time, my effort so he can use this body, guess what he has to do? Gas me back up. If you drive your car, it is not your car's responsibility to fuel back up. It is the person who is driving the car responsible to gas it back up. God is driving my life, therefore he's responsible to keep me, provide for me, fuel me back up. Say I'm grace gifted. Put a timer up there. 
need 10 minutes. Because I'm not fooling with y'all Christmas Eve. I already know y'all going to be ready to go on Christmas Eve. Some of y'all going to have gifts all in the car already, ready to wrap up and shop. And so I want to make advancements so we can have a swifter time next Sunday. Luke 1. We often read this story and we jump straight to Mary, but we forget about Zechariah. <laughs> we forget about Elizabeth. Together they live honorably before God, careful in keeping to the ways of the commandments of and enjoying a clear conscience before God. But they were childless because Elizabeth could never conceive. And now they were quite old. It so happened that as Zechariah was carrying out his priestly duties before God, working the shift assigned to his regiment. You see this? It just so happened while he was being faithful over his assignment. <laughs> his priestly duties. It just so happened while he was being faithful. See, you, for, you think God has forgotten something you really, really desired. And you're so worried about the timing of the promise that you try to take life into your own hands. I don't care how old you are. What God promised you, he will and can get it to you. It came his one turn in life to enter the sanctuary of God and burn incense. The congregation was gathered, praying outside the temple at the hour of the incense. He was on his way to fulfill his assignment. And unannounced, an angel of God appeared just to the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was paralyzed in fear. You, you see, you see when the promise, you see when you see when it came, while he was distracted with his assignment. He was giving God his gift. He was giving God his gift, but he also was giving God what he cared about. God cared about the souls in this sanctuary. And God interrupted his faithfulness to God's heart. He said, hey, 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 don't fear, Zechariah, or don't fear, Annabeth, don't fear, Sion, don't fear, Lily, don't fear, Kalepi, don't fear. Your prayer has been heard. Elizabeth, your wife, will bear a son by you, and you are to name him John. Mind you, be careful what you're praying for because when God bless you, it comes with responsibility. <laughs> I hope y'all see this. He didn't ask for John. He didn't ask for raising a son who was called to pave the way for Jesus. Be careful what you ask for because God's gifts always comes with assignment and responsibility. You cried out for a son, John? Cool. <laughs> I see how faithful you are. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna leap like a gazelle for joy, boy. And not only you, many will delight in his birth. He'll achieve great stature with God. But I didn't ask for all that. 
just a son. Say just a son. See, that's what you're thinking. Just a million dollars. Just a building. You, you, are y'all hearing me? Just a car. God, God bless you with that car. You better be ready to pick some people up. <laughs> right? Just, just a building. Just a wife, okay? <laughs> just a wife, okay? God bless you with that wife. You're you going to be ready for, for the assignment. Here you go. You, got, you wanted just a wife, but you didn't know that that wife, God bless you, it came with an assignment. This is why you should wait. This is why you should wait because you will be held responsible for the gift that God put in the person that you so-called want to marry. This ain't about finding a boo. This is about, am I ready? Do I have the capacity to speak into what my husband has in him? And what you don't want to do is get in the way of your spouse's call. Because you want a husband. They're a son before they're a husband. They're a daughter before they're a wife. But I didn't ask for all that. You want to know where some of your warfare come in your marriage? Because y'all haven't aligned on purpose yet. <laughs> but you know when our marriage got, got, got straight? When we aligned on purpose. And it started with me. I had to say, babe, I know we, but I, I got to say yes to this call. And it's been progression ever since then. But I didn't ask for all that. Just a son. Be careful what you ask for. Because with God, it ain't just a. God's gifts will always make you adjust. <laughs> am, I, am I talking right now? <laughs> it make you adjust. Hallelujah. That's the mind of Christ right there. You get what I'm saying? That's the stuff you get when you hang out with Jesus right there. God's gifts will always make you adjust. You may have not asked for it, but others need you to own it. This is what I mean. Mary said to the angel, but how? I don't understand. This is the same passage, but how? I've never slept with a man, but how? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Because when I say yes to carrying the gift, the Holy Spirit is obligated to help me. Why do I want to be doing something in my own effort and then say, hey, God, join what I'm doing versus finding out what he's doing and what he's done for me. Therefore, the child... You bring to birth, will be called holy, son of God. She didn't ask for all this. Angel interrupted her and said, hey, 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 little virgin there. Hey, uh, can, you, can you just bear this son? Can I get you pregnant? If the Holy Ghost said, can I get you pregnant, girl? Can I get you pregnant? <laughs> when God asks you to carry something, he's obligated to carry you. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son, old as she is? Every, I want you to see what's happening here. Everyone called her barren and here she is six months pregnant. What does, what does you asking me to have a baby got to do with her having a baby? He said, nothing you see is impossible. Because when God is asking you to do the impossible, he's going to point to and put you around an impossible he's already doing. 
to build your faith to carry this thing. And Mary said, yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord made. I'm the Lord's made, ready to serve. Let it be with me just as you say. This got to be your words for 2024. This got to be your word for 2024. Let it be with me just as you say. This got to be your word for 24. This got to be your response in 24. Let it be with me just as you say. This got to be your word in 24. Let it be with me just as you say. And the angel left her. Mary didn't waste a minute. Mary didn't waste a minute. You see, you see, he didn't let her alone until she said, yes, I do it. And then the angel left and then Mary didn't waste a minute. She got up and traveled to her t- to a town in Judah in the hill country straight to Zachariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. Hold up. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the gift in her started leaping. 2024, you got to get a... She was filled with the Holy Ghost and sang out exuberantly, you're so blessed among women and the babe in your womb also blessed. And why am I so blessed that the mother of my Lord visits me? The moment the sound of your greeting entered my ears, the babe in my womb skipped like a lamb for sheer joy. When God puts something in you, he will place people around you that will speak words of incubation into you. I don't know if you saw it. He asked Mary to do the impossible. She asked how because it didn't make sense, not because she didn't want to do it. She said, Lord, I'm willing, but this don't make sense. Some of y'all trying to get the calculation right and not the willingness right. God don't release calculation first. He wants to see, are you willing? And then the moment, see, this is, this is a part of saying yes, Anna. This is a part of saying yes, guys, is saying yes to the God gift will always put you in a different environment because your gift needs to be around and place where it can be birthed and protected and nurtured and cultivated. And this is why the enemy, he wants you to stay in. He's don't mind you saying yes, but keep the same friends. Keep the same habits. Some gifts require you to get in shape. You know, my my health since I moved here has been challenged because I want to get better. And I look around at what God has put. Oh, God, you're trying to tell me to get healthy. And you're not just asking me to get healthy, but you're putting coaches around me. I ain't never had a nutritionist in my life in my, around me. I ain't never had an Andrew and so many healthy people were health. Now we got a health ministry. Why? Because God is calling me to a healthy life. Why? Because he's promised me a long life. Why? Because I got a lot of people to reach for him. And when he sees that I'm willing to get healthy for the race ahead of me, God is saying, oh, 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 no wonder you can stay up for two hours. You're in shape for the call. When God puts something in you, he will place people around you that are further along than you and not threatened by what you are pregnant with. Woo! He said, go around Elizabeth. She's six months long along. So, so you can't stay around people. That's where you at. You got to get around, get your gift around people that have already given birth. Get yourself around some people that's not intimidated by your growth. 
get around people that can get excited about your pregnancy. She walked in the room and now they celebrating each other. Stop expecting your family to understand what you called to do. Stop expecting your friends to understand what you called to do. You got in the people that's like, this is my church home, but I got a whole nother life out there. Maybe if this is your church home, maybe there's something inside of you. Maybe this church is not just a home for you to get inspired, but it's an incubation. It's a place, it's an incubator. It's where God's called you to begin to nurture what's inside of you because he's ready to give birth to something in the earth that people need. So stop using the church for inspiration and use it for birth. An incubator is an insulated enclosure in which temperature, humidity, and other environmental conditions can be regulated at levels optimal for growth, hatching, or reproduction. You need people around you that will blow air into your gift, not suck air out of your gift. If you can hear in the spirit, you got some friends that sound like a chipmunk. Because they've been, they've been sucking the air out of your balloon. You need to be in places that will make room for your gifted to land and develop and soar. Next week, we're going to pick up on the second half, and I'm telling you, you're not going into 2024 the same. I'm telling you, Love Quest is a place that is going to cultivate gifts, activate gifts, equip gifts, mobilize gifts. We ain't afraid of your messiness. We're not afraid of your sin. We're not afraid of your what, whatever. We ain't scared. We like a hot. We ain't scared of nothing. We got emergency rooms. We got, we got, we, we, we got needles for the right reasons. Our praises are epidural, so we ready to handle anything. Come on, lift your hands up. Because I, I, I know it's some pregnant people in here. I know it's some pregnant people in here. And I want to speak to your womb right now. And I want to say I'm sorry for anybody that have spoke down about you, that have made you doubt about your gift, that have made you question your gift and your dreams. I want to say in the name of Jesus, this is your year to give birth. This is your year. And if you love yourself and love God, you will surround yourself with people that can handle what God put in you. But you also, if you love yourself, you love God and you love people, you are not going to make higher commitments with people than you're able to handle what's on their lives. The question ain't if they cute. The question ain't if they got money. The question is, are you equipped to handle what God has placed on their lives? If not, get out the way. Because God's sons and daughters ain't just coming home, but they about to give birth. Who are you in this room? Who are you in this room that's put your gift? You was like the one talent, you made excuses. Come on, I declare that your excuse days is over. Come on, just open your mouth right now. My excuse days are over. Come on, my pleasing man days are over. 
Come on, go ahead and go ahead and lean into that. My fear-driven lives, it's over. My fear-driven life is over. Come on, Lord, I want purpose. Where is your where have you anointed me for? Where have you anointed me for? Where, where do I come alive even when I don't feel like doing it? But when I step in the pulpit, when I open my mouth to sing, when I play the keyboards, when I play the bass, when I write poems, what it, what is it that when I go around dry bones, they come alive when I do it? Come alive, come alive, come alive, come alive. Come on, just open your mouths right where you are. 2024 is going to be a real different year. You ready? And all you married people, your spouse needs you to step in the purpose even if they don't know it. Don't be afraid of the fruit of your truth. Step into what God has called you to do. Handle your priorities. But in this next coming year, make room for your gift so your gift can make room for you. I'm not just talking talent, I'm talking anointing. Lord, we cast our crowns at your feet. Come on, I cast my crown at your feet, Lord. I cast my gifts at your feet. I, I cast my, Lord, I need discernment. I can't just be moved by an honorarium. I can't just be moved by a paycheck. Lord, this life is too dangerous and short for me to be wasting my life driven by finances, driven by people, driven by fear, driven by emotions. Lord, help me prioritize my life. Yes, I got to pay my bills. I got to pay my taxes. I got to take care of mortgage. I got to take care. Of, yes, I got to take care of my children, but not at the expense of totally burying my call the true entrepreneur will work a nine to five and then from five to ten work on what they really called to do the true entrepreneur all I'm saying man go to work do what you gotta do but that thing that makes you come alive Get that out the grave. Get it out the grave. Some of you, there's one talent. Some of you, there's two. Some of you, there's five. But understand, it's just based on your ability right now. But if you understand the passage, God wants to increase you and trust you with more. still holy above it all above it all you never let me go you're still holy above it all 
Lift your hands in this moment. Come on, it's our last Sunday night of 2023. We're not not going to wait till December 31st. Come on, mate. We don't don't have time to wait till December 31st. Some of you need to make some new covenants right now and break some old ones. Where are some areas where you made covenants with fear, with people, with certain idols in your life? Even in your own self, you're like, I'll never do that again, or I won't ever be that, or church hurt happened, and you like, I'm never going to step back on the platform again after that person treated me like that. No, I'm never going to preach again after that person embarrassed me like that. I remember the first time I preached. It's crazy when the leaders are insecure and envious of you and the oil on your life. When you are led by people that envy you. You're like, man, I'm looking up to you. But they don't have the capacity for your gift. So in their frustration, they don't understand it's a gift thing. That's why I had to go to another incubator where it was an apostolic gift that can handle the gift on my life. And I remember after I preached, man, I fasted for that word. But out of every sing- I grew up in the Hooping and Holland church. And, and, uh, but I remember when God showed me growing up, he says, nothing wrong with that, but the gift on your life looks different. And how you will deliver the gospel looks dead. Still passionate. And God had to remove me out of that place so that what he put in me can find its own identity. And here it is, people. God has moved you out of some churches. And when it was time to go, you didn't know how to leave because you had relationships. So you had to find a reason to leave versus understanding that that place had no room for your gift. So you leave right because the relationship is still important. But you got to see if you focus on what's wrong, you'll for, you, you will overlook what's right inside of you. So you're focused on leaving because that's there too long or someone was rude. That's not why God transitioned you. God transitioned you because he's ready to cultivate what's in you. So if you leave looking at what's wrong, you'll start off in the new place unconsciously ready to see something wrong versus walking into this place understanding when I walk into this place, something in me about to leap because what's coming across that platform is meant to speak into my belly, Elizabeth. And stuff can't leap in a womb that's offended. Who are you in here that has allowed fear of man, that has allowed church hurt, 
that has allowed past failures, that has allowed stage fright, that has allowed speeching impe speech impediments, that have allowed certain things that you have disqualified yourself. Who are you that have allowed yourself to disqualify yourself? But you know you got a call on your life. I need you to come up here and we just want to worship and pray because if it's my responsibility you're not going into next year being crippled by that same handicap some of you are doing what you're talented to do and even gifted to do but God's saying hey it's time for expansion in your gift that's what you're saying no to that's what you're in the crossroad you're saying, you're saying yes to playing the drums, but you're saying no to being the drum pastor. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Pretty soon, playing them drums ain't going to be as easy until you put drumming in the office. I'm anointed to preach, but my preaching has a context. Who are you? Even if you're in your seat. Now, I'm not specifically talking, you know what I'm saying? But I'm using you indirectly because God may be talking about somebody else. And I, you know what I mean? I don't, I just want I know you can handle it. You anointed to play them drums, boy. But you know, you got some, you got another baby in there. You know you're pregnant with something else. Who are you? If you don't want to walk up here, you can lift your hands up. But this is a sovereign moment. Some of you have been praying about it, wrestling through it. Now, if the Lord show me you, I'm just going to call you out because I'm not, I'm not going to go into 2024 watching you. I love it, man. The people that's walking up here, it's enough is enough. And I'm talking to some of you young people that think, oh, later. Man, you better stop. Young people better stop playing with your gift. You better stop playing with your gift. I'm telling you because you about to be, you about to run into some stuff in 2024 and you're going to hurt some people. Hey, you don't want to be Jonah. <laughs> you don't want to get on somebody's boat and cause it to, to, to you don't want to be Jonah. This doesn't have to be an emotional moment. It's just a moment where we're stepping into faith. I declare in Jesus' name that you are being untied before 2024. You are being untied in 2023 so you can be unleashed in 2024. Who am I talking to? You are being untied in 2023 so you can be unleashed in 2024. I'm going to say it again. You're being untied in 2023 so you can be unleashed in 2024. The Lord's about to release you out of that slingshot. Who am I talking to? The Lord's about to... That, that's why you got to be braced for takeoff. 
on. This is this is a this is a holy moment right now. This is not we're not playing with nobody's emotions. This is not a moment where it's required for you to cry or roll around on the if, if, if that's how God move on you, great. But right now we're making a statement. 2024, Sion. God is releasing those that are ready. He's releasing them their purpose partners. Elizabeth was Mary's purpose partner. Right now, while you're praying, you ask the Lord to give you patience for your purpose partner. I want to pray specifically for a moment for our young people because God want to take them out. The world is ready to swallow our young people up. But God is ready to anoint, activate, and release our young people into their purpose. Young people in politics, young people in entertainment, young people preaching the gospel, young people over finances, young people pastoring, young people. Come on, we got to set up legacy, you guys. We, we got to hand over pulpits to 25-year-olds, not 85-year-olds. I get it, but I'm saying, why wait, why, why wait? Young people activated in this season. I'm not putting off my call another day. The further I go, the harder it gets. Come on, just intercede for our young people right now. Let our young people hear you. Lord, the, the Lord, Lord, the moment our young people get out of purpose, snatch them up. Let it go wrong. Let the car break down. Let the let the club shut down. Let, let, hey, hey, hey. Let them not fall in love with toxicity. Come on, throw it up. Come on, throw it up, Lord. If they, if they overdose, keep them alive, Lord. Keep them alive. But I shout in the pit of hell, the plan you have for our children, it will not work. It will not work. We call forth our young Davids. We call forth our Jeremiah's. We call forth our Joshua's. We call forth our Mary's. Coming home now. I love youth ministry, but some of our young people deserve to be right in the general congregation. They are smart. They are anointed. They are intelligent. release a hedge of protection around our young people. If you're standing by someone that you perceive to be young, praise God, put your hand on their shoulder. And if somebody's older and you feel a hand on your shoulder, receive it. <laughs> receive it. It's scary, guys. Hey, weed ain't the same as when my mama grew up. 
Folks want money. They lacing it with stuff. They mixing it with stuff. Hey, hey, your friend might be able to take four hits. You can't take four hits. Roseanne, I want you to pray for Rachel. There's some of you in here, you have literally experienced your gift die inside your womb. I want to pray for some people who used to be on fire for Jesus. I'm talking about fire. you've literally felt your faith in God just die it's bland I want you to lift your hands wherever you are and I just want to pray into that lift your hands wherever you are I want to pray into that and I, I don't want it to be this subtle hand raise raise your hands Just keep them, keep them raised. Keep them raised. Come on, pay attention. Pay attention. Come on, pay attention. Come on, keep them raised. Keep them raised. Give me so will I. Keep them raised. And whoever you are, I want you to begin to pray right now. I don't care how dead it may feel, but I want you to begin. If you have a heavenly prayer language, I want you to begin to pray in your heavenly prayer language. And I want you to put some volume to it. And in this moment, we're stirring up that fire. I declare fire returns to your womb right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Fire returns to that womb right now. Come on. The fire of the Holy Ghost returns to that womb right now. Come on, come on. Glory surrounds you in the name of Jesus. Come on. All right. So this is how we're going to close. Did you got to bring it down? We're going to close on this. I think this is something that the Lord want us marching into 2024 on. I really feel, Love Quest, that we are coming to an end of a season for love quests. And I feel like the Lord's been having us in a season of going down. And he's about to reveal who we are in him. And um I'm, I am speaking from living in an orphan spirit to opening my eyes to who God says I am, to being a walking, talking, living man. You get what I'm saying? And 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 I promise you, I am so tired of my insecurities taunting me come on bring it down I have been I have worked done the work went deep 
been vulnerable, I've been honest, but man, I just feel inside of me this like, I, I can't apologize no more. I, I, I understand, I, I've been in so many places that without even trying, what's on me has caused people to say you doing too much. You gotta understand what's on you is big and they they can't uh, God won't let them understand it you don't want you ready you don't want the wrong people to make room for you so you have to be misunderstood so you can be ejected and it's been lonely for some of y'all You've been in some places where you haven't been wanted. You've been in some dry places where your gift was never spoken to. You learn more about Jesus and you learn more about church and structure and systems. But your gift is time for what's inside of you. I'm trying to speak to somebody right now. I'm trying to speak to somebody right now. That you are stepping into the season of your harvest from being rejected you didn't give up you're about to step into a fruitful season because you didn't give up after being abandoned you are about to be getting you are stepping into a season where you are gonna be understood by the right people and you're gonna be misunderstood by the right people as well because they're the right people to push you to purpose. You needed those haters. You needed those doubters. You needed to be rejected. But this is the year you're stepping into wholeness. This is the year you're going to find your purpose partners. Your labor of love has not been in vain. The father says, thank you for not giving up. But you have come to the place where excuses won't work. I will feed your gift. I will make room for your gift. I will love you. You are about to be the strongest you've ever been. Physically, mentally, you're not gonna break down as easy. Your body is not gonna get sick as easy. You're not gonna quit as easy. You're gonna be able to look at people in their eyes. You're going to be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with your enemies and stand in the face of your doubters and you not running nowhere. Your days of running is over. Your days of quitting is over. Your days of shrinking back. Oh, you know what? Take three steps forward. I'm going forward this season. And I want you to stand there and I want you to stare and look at somebody in their face and say, here I am. I want you to lean with it and rock with it one time. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man.